Good morning. Welcome to Trainwreck Marriage. I'm Dave Touchton. And I'm Susan Touchton. Hey. Yep, we're back two weeks in a row. We're trying Woo-hoo. trying to get more consistent. Um, our life's a little chaotic right now, and we've had a lot of things happen that... Um, uh, anyway, we'll get into that later. Um, I just, uh, as you're listening, I mean, for guys especially, and I, I'm... Um, but I think it would be good for women as well. I uh, went to a conference this weekend um, down in Tulsa, and the the guest speaker was Jocko Willick, a Navy SEAL, and uh, he was doing it. It was actually on leadership, but it really matches the Christian walk. Um, he he's not a um, not a Christian speaker or anything like that, but it was really on leadership. And, and one of the things that I I really walked away with in this situation, and he's got a book, extreme ownership. If you're a guy, you need to read it. It's an easy, easy read. If I'm reading it, that means it's easy. So, um, but it, it really was, um, own who you are, own your mistakes, and there's no one to blame and there are no excuses. And, you know, the way he explains it, though, is really uh, just phenomenal. I mean, it really, he said one of the keys that they look for in SEAL team leaders that is mandatory for them to lead is humility. You don't have to be the best at shooting a gun. You don't have to be the best at this, that, or rather it's humility. And that, that really struck me. Um, because it, after he explained what he meant, it made sense. And I think as Christians, I think humility is not always one of our stronger points. Um, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not, but with him, when you, when you're dealing with someone, be humble and it's not their fault that life's not going well. It's not, well, this happened, nothing I could do. You know, there's always something you can do. And I think that kind of sets the tone for our podcast because, you know, um, we, we've, we've had a tough, tough two months. And, you know, everybody thinks, oh, their life's so easy. There's always someone you look at and say, oh, they got it all together. Their life's easy. But, you know, this... This podcast is really about behind the curtain, behind the mask. Because if you don't know that, you assume everything's going wonderfully. Butterflies and rainbows, as a friend of ours says. Um, But that's not the case. And I, I don't think you'll find anyone in this world that says that's the case. And money will not buy you happiness. It'll buy you things that make you happy temporarily. But um, anyway, I just kind of, we don't know where this is going today. We're relying on God to really guide and direct. Well, and a couple thoughts that come to mind is, you know, what we have found out in life and um, everybody struggles. Yeah. Everybody has something that they're dealing with. Everybody is broken in some form or fashion. Um, whether it be a death in the family, whether it be an illness, whether it be 
money, you know, financial ish struggles, whether it be kid struggles, whether it be whatever the case may be, and you all have your own struggle. But, you know, we have a friend of ours that, you know, his life is so much worse than everybody else's. Right. Um, you know, and what he he doesn't understand is maybe everybody else just deals with it differently. You know, no matter what we're going through, and trust me, like David says, we've had a really tough couple of months. And we don't say that to get sympathy or to, um, you know, have a pity party or feel sorry for ourselves. We just say that because it's true. You know, we've had loss. We've had illness. We've had stress. We've had financial. We've right. had all the the main stressors. We've had kid problems. We, yeah. So, but the bottom line is how do you deal with that? You know, how do you deal with that? Do you sit around and have a pity party and live in a pity party or do you just pause and really consider your blessings because in the whole scheme of things in this crazy life that we all live there are always blessings sometimes they're harder to find than others and sometimes you have to dig a little bit deeper and really look for them but there's always blessings and I think that even if you don't have a relationship with God, but know that there is something out there that exists. First of all, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, then we need to have a conversation. Reach out to us through our Facebook page or whatever, and we would like to help bring you to that relationship. But if you just believe that there's something out there that's controlling the universe or whatever the case may be, um, there's always something better. God has a purpose for the trials that you go through. He has a purpose for the difficulties that you go through. And to take the pause and be grateful for what you're going through, what we have learned, and I feel like that's maybe been my lesson for the last, honestly, year or so, is Whatever it is we're going through, whatever it is I'm going through, that there's a lesson in it. I can tell you that I am a much better person today than I was a year ago because of the lessons and the hard things that I've had to go through in order to get me to this place. My outlook in life is better. Um, this just coming off the death of another sibling. Um, my, um, I feel like my attitude's better, and it's just a matter of because it's trusting God, trusting him in the things that we're going through, trusting him that he has a plan and a purpose. He's not doing this to be a bully. Whatever it is you're going through, God's not allowing you to go through it because he's a bully or he doesn't love you. Well, and he don't always create them. This Correct. is not God creating things to go against you. And, and I guess that's... It's allowing. He allows things to happen. Right. But a lot of it is Satan and you that drove the bus off the road and into the field. Correct. And then we want God to rescue us. I, I mean, I, I think back in, and in counseling, this has been said, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that comes up occasionally, but life's not fair. Yeah. Period. It's not fair. It's not one of those things to where, you know, I can't tell you why, 
you may have lost a child like Susan's mom. Mm-hmm. And but God knows, and that's a conversation for him when you get there. That's not a not something I can answer. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but the thing is, you know, what are we to learn out of this? And and I think that you know, with life not being fair, sometimes you got to ask who was driving the bus before you had the wreck. Because God catches a lot of blame um, for things that he had nothing to do with. You know, I I just think, and I don't know why this is in my head, you get drunk, you have a car wreck, you kill somebody. God needs to save you. Well, God didn't get you there. You drove yourself there. And sometimes we want to blame and that's back to this book, Extreme Ownership. We want to blame someone for why we're like we are. And, you know, it, it's a lot easier to blame than to really analyze who we are and how we got here. And situations are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. But it's how you deal with them. What's your outlook past them? Um because uh, the thing is, there's there's good days, there's bad days, and there's other days. And what if they were all good days with situations? Are you are you grateful that your kids aren't sick? Maybe your kids are sick. Are you grateful for what? And I kind of got on a uh, really a thanking God kick there for um, early on. And I did it for a couple of months, still kind of dabble in that quite a little bit of not praying for things to change, just praying and being thankful, asking nothing of God for a month, two months, not going to ask you for anything. I'm going to tell you what I'm thankful for. And one of them, probably the most simplest and stupid that, that doesn't really rank high on the list. I was standing in the shower and I was thankful for hot water because a cold water shower would suck. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that sometimes to be grateful, you've got to look for things because when I first started it, I'll be honest with you, it was a short list. And I didn't really know how to be thankful for something or gratitude or, or understand any of that. Um, now, it, it's a long list. Well, and so often, you know, it's so easy to dwell on the negative. You yeah. know, it's so easy to find the things that are wrong because it feels like they scream so much louder than the positive things, you know. But, um, you know, well, take today for an example. You know, I'm generally always very grateful for the sun when it comes out because I'm a sun person. I, lo- I love the warmth of it. I love just the day I love and we're in springtime. So things are blooming and things are great. When was the last time you thanked God for the nature that he has given us, given us, you know, for the flowers that bloom every single year or for, but today, particularly it's a rainy, gloomy day. Okay. So what is there to be thankful for? How about we just be thankful for the rain? Right. I'm sure we need it. Um, not a big fan of it. I don't like getting wet. I don't like having to walk around in puddles, but you know what? I'm thankful for the rain because that's what causes the things to grow 
which is a whole analogy of we go through storms and we go through rain and we go through darkness, but it brings us to the other side of growth and and blooming and learning. So we can't have one without the other. We can't have growth without difficulties, without something to grow from. Right. No, that's a perfect example because... You know, when I'm just, when you were saying that, what the thought that ran through my head is look at the desert, never rains, Mm. never rains, nothing grows. Well, are you content where you're at? Are you happy where you're at in life and your attitude? Because only you know that deep, deep down attitude. And I'll be honest with you. Some days I'm, I'm really good and other days I'm not, but I'm starting to be aware of them. No, be able to tell Susan, hey, it's a bad day. Well, okay, part of it is understanding whether it's a good day or a bad day. I mean, it's as simple as that. Because if I know I'm already starting off on a bad day, I got two choices of everything's bad, the whole world's bad, or I'm having a bad day. Because everybody has a bad day. That's okay. But without the rain, the storm, that was such a great analogy because truly without the storms we've been through, we would not have a relationship with God the way we do. I'm not talking the good religious Christian thing. I'm talking a relationship with Christ, which is completely different. The religious, I mean, a lot of them are going to hear, I never knew you when they get there, but that's Mm -hmm. beside the point. I just... The, the thing is, it's, where are you at really deep in your head? Bad? Good? Um, how do you turn that around? Um, what, what does that look like? Christian or not, I don't really care. How about starting with, like Susan said, being thankful? What are you thankful for? Do you have money in your account? Yes or no? No. Um, do you have food to eat today? Yes. Okay. There's something to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Are all the bills paid? No, but are enough paid? They ain't cut you off. Yeah. There's something to be thankful for. I mean, you, you've got to dig because when I first started being thankful, seriously, I could come up with about 10 and I was out. Now I can go for 20 minutes. Now I can really go for 20 minutes of just being thankful to God of what I, instead of belly aching, crying, blaming everybody in the world of why I'm here, mm-hmm. be thankful for what you got. And honestly, guys, it's a mindset, you know, it's a, and it, you know, I am a big um, advocate for trying to better yourself, whatever that means, whether it be um, spiritually, whether it be healthy, whether it be mind, make me a better business owner, a better leader. I'm all about trying to better yourself. And I'm not so naive to know that not everybody has that same mindset. But what are you doing to help yourself get better and get out of the mud hole that you live in? Because here's the thing is, um, you can live in that mud hole for the rest of your life, but you will be miserable. It will suck. And <laughs> it will suck. And the thing of it is, is that's not the life God intended you to have. He intended you to have a life 
full of love, um, full of him, full of um, not riches, not um, everything your heart desires by any means. Peace and joy. But yeah, of, of peace and joy. And in order to have that, you have to work on yourself. Because Satan is there telling you the lies, putting thoughts in your head, allowing you. He, if you're living in the mud hole, he's, Satan is having a field day with you. Do you really want him to win? You know, here's the thing is, so feed your mind with good books. Um, Feed your mind with good things that you watch. Feed your mind with good things that you read. Because what goes into your mind, what you see here allow to to take in is what will fester and come out you know i i told the kids when they were growing up obviously i didn't let them watch certain shows or whatever simply because you know too much violence for one causes me anxiety and stress and i literally can feel my body tensing up and we usually do it right before bed which is not the wisest decision ever because I go to bed tensed and stressed and because I take what I'm taking in goes deep inside of me. And so, you know, check what you're, check what you're putting inside of you through vision, through hearing, through whatever the case may be. Um, and let those things change. Even if it's for a short period of time, just try to get better for a short period of time and see what God can do with it. Absolutely. You gotta remember at baby steps, you're gonna fail over and over again. And I can tell you, um, Susan's exactly right, and I'm gonna go further back, but three years ago today, compared to the way she is today, she's a completely different person. And what do I mean by that? Her attitude, the way she looks at life, the way bad things that happen, um, you know, what to do with them. Not that we understand really what to do with them, but we try and we, we have something to rely on and really start looking at life from a different perspective. And so, I mean, it's possible. Will it be quick? Absolutely not. Will you get the hang of it? Yes, but it has to be you making a change. It has to be, well, my husband does this, my wife does this, the kids do this. You know, somewhere a change has to start or you're just going to end up where you always been. And, you know, this this thought of I'm unhappy, so I'm going to divorce to find someone else. Like I told uh, one of the guys I was working with, he was telling me why, how, why it was all his wife's fault, blah, 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 which was not true. It was his fault. And I said, finally, after dealing with him for a couple of months and him not not even taking, owning anything, it was all everybody else's fault. I said, I tell you what, if you're going to divorce her, once you get divorced, call me when your next marriage is in trouble and in the exact same spot. Because it was him. It wasn't his wife. I'm not saying she was perfect by no means, but he wasn't willing to own who he was And that is a critical key of owning who you are, not blaming others, no excuses. What could I have done better to help them succeed? If your spouse is mad, 
asking the question and the spouse being able to tell you. That is critical. Now, due to our history, Susan tends to clam up and it takes her a while just due to the way I treated her in the past. But it's one of those things that um, you got to start somewhere. And if you don't start somewhere, you're going to end up nowhere. And so it's kind of one of those things with Susan and her point of being negative, she's now more aware of it. Doesn't mean she's perfect every day and got it all figured out. Me being a butthead, okay, I'm better than I was. Am I great every day? No. Do I have bad days to where I hate myself? Or I, you know, I, one of the comments through some of what we're going on, when when things get bad, I'll tell Susan, I, I think you're better off without me. It's a bad day. It's not bad life. It's not a bad year. It's a bad day. And, you know, I, I think we, we lend too much credit not only to Facebook and, and everybody else's opinion, but if you're not dealing with God to figure out who you are, I, I got bad news. You're going to struggle. And you're going to struggle forever. Well, and I know that one of the things that has helped me, and it's only by the grace of God, and it's because, you know, I've prayed for for this numerous times you know, daily, honestly, is. So I think one of the reasons that my attitude is a little bit better, a little less negative, and that I can make it through a lot of the struggles that we deal with is because I just truly trust that it's in God's hand. Um, and so I can't control a situation. Can I be a part of it? Can I influence one way or the other? Can I have an opinion? Yes, on all of those things. But there's some things that I absolutely cannot control. And so I've just got to trust that God has a plan, even if it's from a financial standpoint. You know, I know that in the business, we've got this bill, this bill, and this bill to pay. And okay, Lord, we have got to have a good deposit today. And let's say $20 comes in, you know. I, that causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. It causes me to either shut down, lash out, or whatever the case may be. But I have learned to just trust God. Okay, well, $20 is all we needed today. And I'm going to trust that it, you'll cover these bills. Well, and good. Whatever that looks like. I mean, whatever that means or looks like. He has always faithfully given us just what we need for that day. A lot of times, no more, no less. And so being thankful for that and knowing that he's got it, trust me, I'm not great at it. Or a lot of times, again, it causes me lots of stress, but just trusting that he's got it. There's nothing I can do. I can't physically make more money come in. I just have to trust that he has it. Well, and that's one of those things that, uh, you know, we were talking and one thing I made the decision of, oh, a year or so ago and Susan, I didn't really talk it over with her. I just kind of implemented it because I could, um, you know, when we get those deposits and we need 10 grand would make us comfortable and we get $500, um, it's one of those things that I started changing the way I said things um, of just thank you, Lord, 
for the money we got. Thank you for what you've given us today. And, and, you know, we get $500 praise Jesus. Let's, and I did that consciously because I was trying to figure out how to be thankful. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think it's one of those things that we tend to, uh, we tend to not be thankful and you can change your spouse. And what I mean by that is the more you encourage them, the better they'll be. And if you're not giving the guy respect, giving him what he needs, you're not going to get what you need. I'm not saying it's fair. What I'm saying is it's true. If I don't give Susan what she needs, I don't get what I need from her. It's a mirror. And so it's kind of one of those things that someone has to be the adult and step forward. Someone has to be the one that says, okay, I'm going to suck it up, buttercup. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to be better because I'm here to tell you, if you take care of your spouse differently than what you have and meet their needs, that will benefit you long-term. Well, and just loving them through it, whatever those bad days that David has, I just ask him if he wants to talk about it. When he says no, I just leave it at that and try my best to love him through it and give him to God. Pray for him, you know? That's what I think a lot of times we miss the boat in. We can't fix our spouse. We can't make everything better, and we can't make them behave the way that we think they should behave. But we can give them to God and let God work on them and change them. David would not be where he was is at now if it wasn't, first of all, for a praying mother, um, and second of all, for... Um, a praying spouse, right? you know, I got to the point, thankfully God showed this to me that I can't fix him and me shutting down, not talking, not holding everything in, whatever the case may be, is not helpful. Just give him to God. I have given him to God so many times, <laughs> um, because I can't fix what's going on in his head. And I've asked God to, to clear his mind, bind Satan and not so much, it's not always God fix him, God change him, God dot, dot, dot. A lot of times it's like, God, show me how to love him through this. Right. God, show me how to accept the way he is. God, show me how to love him the way that you love him. And that's exactly right. That's, And I think that that's really the basis of not only this book I'm reading, but of what the Christian life should look like. You know, we, we prefer to be critical on people, what they're doing wrong, how they get there, how they shouldn't. I trust me, I'm good at it. And But it's one of those things of where's the positive? Find the positive in what they did today. And, it, you know, those bad days, no, I don't want Susan in my crap because most of it has nothing to do with her. It's stuff in my head I'm trying to work through and God's trying to take me through. Um, but just loving me. She knows if she touches my arm and, and you know, there's little things that I, I like when we're sitting there watching TV, those things help me find the things that help them and help them. Because if you don't help them through, they're going to have a miserable life. And guess what? So are you, Mm -hmm. because you'll never get what you want. Um, and sometimes it, it sounds self-serving, Um, but what I tell guys is if you want them to change, you got to treat them differently. 
If you'll treat them differently, they'll treat you differently. Most guys don't believe that. It is actually true. Mm -hmm. We've proven it in our marriage time and time again that if you'll treat your spouse differently, you will get a different reaction from them. And I think that we just want them to change and we really don't want us to change. And I think it, that's the part to where you need to own who you are. If everybody's negative around you, be the positive one. Well, and if you get in the mindset that it's not me, it's all them. They're the ones that do this. They're the ones that do that. I'm perfect. It's it can't be me. I'm. Well, I don't need to change. They need to change. Okay, you're just wrong. Right. You're wrong. Yeah. So let me be the one to tell you you're wrong. Change your mindset. If right. you want your marriage to work, if you want your any relationship for that matter to work and be flourishing and loving and kind, change your mindset. Because like David said, if you treat them differently, whether you feel like you treat them like solid gold and you don't get any of that back, you're wrong. Try something different because the way that that's going is obviously not working. Well, and I think that is we give them what we think they need. We don't give them what they need. Because we don't ask. Right, right. And that's exactly right. And okay, free warning. Don't do it for a day and expect them to change overnight. Because Susan's comment of, you know, well, I was hesitant because I didn't really know if this change was going to last. Mm -hmm. This is about you changing your lifestyle and receiving the benefits down the road, not today. You'll receive a few today, but it's really long-term. This is a long-term game, not a short-term. It's not for the faint of heart. Um, It is for the strong. It is for the ones that are determined. And it's for the ones that are willing to say, I did that wrong. Okay. I don't want to do that again. That was my fault. Okay. That's what this is about. And so, Hey, we've hit our time. We always try to stay on time or close to, and, uh, we love you guys and we hope you have a great day.